ashamed to admit that I always thought of Boccherini as charming and rather polite. Excellent music in the background, perhaps at a wedding or when taking tea, but nothing to really get excited about. But when I first heard his Fandango, I was quite astonished. It's not surprising that the Italian Boccherini should write a Spanish-style Fandango, considering that he spent most of his life living in Spain. There he worked for the Infante, Don Luis, the king's brother. This playboy prince eventually married a commoner and, in accordance with an agreement with the king, went into token exile at his estate near Avila. It was here that he created a cultural enclave where Boccherini lived and worked very happily for 15 years. This blissful time ended in 1785 when Don Luis died. Then shortly afterwards Boccherini's wife died, leaving him with six children. The composer fell upon hard financial times, but fortunately he was approached by one Marquis de Benevent, an amateur guitarist living in Madrid. He commissioned Boccherini to write some quintets, taking the existing quintets and substituting the second cello part with a guitar. It is at the end of his D major guitar quintet that the dashing fandango is found. The dance of the fandango has a checkered history. So sensual was the dance that it was banned during the Spanish Inquisition. But in Boccherini's time, it was popular again, a two-person dance accompanied by castanets. One of my favourite recordings of this fandango is played by the guitarist Milos Karadaglic, accompanied by the English concert. The quintet has been orchestrated by Juan Carlos Coelho, but it keeps the mixture of grace and verve that the original has.
was Milos Karadaglic, accompanied by the English Concert. They were playing the Quintet Number no. 4 for guitar and strings, the final movement Fandango, that's been orchestrated from the original Boccherini by Juan Carlos Coelho. FMR. 